0: Hallelujah means the same thing in all languages. Praise Him. Somebody say hallelujah in this place. Does anybody need any good news today? I don't know about you, but I need some good news. Amen. The good news. Somebody say, Jesus. You got your good news. You can go home now. Tell the personality, Jesus. Good news. He was perfect. Amen. Some of you are like, who is this kid? This ain't Pastor Clay. I don't know you. And why do you have on pajama pants? Taking it to the doctor today. Dr. Jesus. I thought I'd wear my scrubs for you. Amen. Do you love the Lord today? Just remain standing with me. We're going to go to to the Word of God. Do you read the Word? We had an absolutely awesome time in here in the first service this service is going to be even better because we're going to build upon what God's already done this morning. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that today? Somebody said the 11 o'clock service ain't as enthusiastic as the 9 o'clock service, but we're going to prove them wrong, right? Somebody say get excited about something. I got three people right here. What's up, y'all? Somebody say get excited about something. The blood of Jesus set you free. I don't care how bad you've messed up, I don't care where you're at right now, there is a God in heaven that loves you more than anything. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn the, turn to Revelation chapter two, verse number three with me. I'm gonna go N-E-T, then I'm gonna go KJV, and then we're gonna go back to N E T. There's some I got some with a uh, vows in it this morning. We're going to be sanctified with thou. Amen. Revelation chapter 2, verse number 3. John the Revelator said to the church at Ephesus, Do you love the Lord? Amen. Let's give this worship team a hand this morning. They did an awesome job, didn't they? Revelation chapter 2, verse number 3. And it says, I am also aware that you have persisted. Somebody say persisted. I'm just making sure you're awake. Steadfastly endured much for the sake of my name and have not grown weary. But I have this against you. See, you're coming to church. You're doing the right things on the outside. But I have this against you, Anthony. You have departed from your first love. Therefore, remember. Hey, you remember where you used to be? Therefore, remember from what high state you have fallen and repent. Do the deeds you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. That is, if you do not repent. Somebody say repent. Repent. You still have a chance. Tell somebody beside you, you got a chance. Psalms 139 verse 8 says, you know he loves you? Somebody say he loves me. He loves, me. he loves me. I didn't say say it the second time. <laughs> Tell first I he, he loves me. Well, you you gotta smile when you say it. <laughs> you just say he loves me. Ain't <laughs> that <have> my coffee? <laughs> he loves me. I, if I ascend up into heaven, Thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, have you ever felt like you was in hell before on earth? Some people believe this is hell. This ain't hell. Behold, thou art there. God is not afraid of the dark. Amen? He's not afraid of where you're at. He's not afraid of what you're going through. He's not afraid about what they've said about you and what she thinks about you or what he thinks about you. And, and they saw you with the lampshade on your head back in 1952, and they still think that's who you are. That's okay. Let them think what they want to What they want to think amen god has a plan for your life and he loves you and there's extra lives You know, we we used to play mario brothers. I got any mario brother players in the house this morning Yeah, I didn't talk about this first service It just does it just takes you back when you hear that don't you? You know and you get extra lives in, in in those video games, you know, you have an extra life in jesus christ. Amen Let's go to the lord in prayer Father We love you today, God. I pray that you would use me like never before, Father. Lord, there's somebody in here this morning that needs a heart check. There's somebody here today that needs to direct their their love towards you, God, and not things of this world. Lord, there needs to be a turning of the heart today, Father. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all the majesty and all the honor. You are absolutely awesome when we step from this life to the next life. We're going to see you one day, God, and we're going to give an account for everything, Father. I give you all the praise and everybody in the house said amen. Amen. On your way down, give someone a high five and tell them he's awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. If you look back over your life, it's comical. For those of y'all that are dating right now, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to your mom and your dad and your grandma and your grandpa right now. If you look back over your life, it's comical the way you acted when you first fell in love, wasn't it? Am I the only one acting stupid? (laughs) Up late on the phone. Hey, baby. I love you. What are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) This is stupid, right? Just acting dumb. I, I I would go pick up my girlfriend, which is now my wife. You know, this is before kids using the bathroom on themselves in the middle of Walt Disney World. This is before the HVAC system blowing up and she's standing there with the sweat beat pouring down the side of her face looking at you like she's going to punch you. And you're calling the HVAC company like, can you get out of here quick? The devil's in the house. (laughs) Am I the only one? It will blow up eventually. I found out this weekend. Help me, Jesus. But this is before you experience all the trials and tribulations of life. I don't care how much money you have. I've come to realize the rich and the poor all go through struggles. Amen? I've met some miserable rich people. And I've met some really happy poor people. Have you ever been trying to get ahead, trying to do, trying to do, trying to do, trying to get ahead? You know know what? I'm just going to go be poor and be happy. I'm going to go live in the country and plant a garden. Amen? But back in the day when you used to date and, and you do goofy stuff like wax your car three times. It only needs one coat. Amen. You know, get the truck looking all nice and smooth. I thought I was cool in my black STM pickup truck. I had an equalizer down there underneath. It It was so goofy looking. I had it bolted to the underneath the dashboard and, and, and had worked all week at my dad's gas station and, and take her to the movies in Chapmanville, West Virginia and get a piece of pizza for her. I buy her a popcorn. I was the man. You all are quieter than first service. They thought I was funny. Y'all look at me like I'm stupid. (laughs) I don't like your red shoes anyway. (laughs) Go to the movies, and and I I go to the bathroom. We do stupid stuff when we're in love, you know? Go to the bathroom, and the men's room and the women's room backed up to get each other, and I go and knock knock on the wall. And she knocked back. This is dumb. You're looking back on I ain't doing that now. Go to the bathroom. Got, I'm lucky to get in and out with the boys not peeing on themselves. Amen. <laughs> My dad had a gas station. Logan Exxon is on the corner. And Tiffany's mom had a gymnastics place all the way on the other end of the street. And she would start walking. And I would see these black high-top Reeboks with the tongue was like that big, and I would see the black tongue Reeboks walking in the long blonde hair. i said, say, yeah, she's coming. I'm going to buy her some Wendy's today. <laughs> yeah, I'm the man in love. Everybody say, aw. Aww. But what amazes me is that God has a heart of love for you. The Bible says that God is love, and he is in love with you today. He loves you. Somebody say he loves you. I've come to understand this more as he pursues me throughout life through the ups and the downs. And, and people always told me, Anthony, you will see this more as you have children and you'll see how much God loves you by the way that you love your children. Can I tell you, he, he loves us even more than that. But I understand his love a lot more now when I look at my kids. Because even yesterday, Noah came to me and I didn't know who gave him the chocolate ice cream. But he came to me and he said, can I have some chocolate ice cream? And I said, have you already had chocolate ice cream? He said, no, with chocolate ice cream on the side of his face. I'm like, really? You ain't had chocolate ice cream? Let me call your mom. You didn't have chocolate ice cream? No, I didn't have chocolate ice cream. No I, didn't have, no, I didn't have chocolate ice cream. You little, you know, you tell him a lie. And then I call his mom. She says he's about to have dinner, and he just blows up. And I just see through that and see how God can love you while you stand there saying, No, I didn't do it, God. No, I don't have a problem. No, I don't have any addictions. No, I don't. And, and God just wants you to get real with Him. Amen? He sees your heart. He knows everything about you. He sees you in your, your state where you're down and you're disgusted. He sees you going through life, going through the motions, and he loves you more than anything. God is love. Somebody say God is love. But men are so quick to judge you. See, I, that's what I love about God. See, no matter how far I have walked away from him, because his love is so promiscuous, he'll, see, he'll keep coming after me. And I, I'm like, God, just I don't want to preach anymore. And he'll just keep coming after me. And God, I'm tired of those people. They're, they're crazy, God. I'm not doing that anymore. And he keeps coming after me and coming after me. And he loves me more than anything. He loves you today. Has anybody ever experienced God's love before? But men are so quick to judge, and I'm so thankful that I have a righteous father. See, the Bible says that judge not or you will be judged. See, there's some people today that are looking at me up here preaching. They say, Aunt Boy I shouldn't be preaching because they see me acting stupid or made a mistake in my life. Do I have any perfect people in the house? Y'all ain't like no. Y'all ain't going to lie to me today with chocolate ice cream on your face. But God sees through all of that, and he loves you in the middle of your messes. He loves me today. You are his child. If you believe in Jesus and confess with your mouth, no sin is too great. He has a plan for your life. He has things he has for you to do. He has places and people for you to reach. He loves you more than anything. He wants the best for you. You may not see it now, but the best is yet to come. Can I get an amen in the house? See, God is a God that's all-powerful. God sees the beginning, and God sees the end. Y'all remember the old VHS tapes that you had to, you had to hit the rewind button? And on the, on the cases, you go rent a movie. Y'all remember going to rent movies? And you walking down the aisles and you're trying to find a movie, you know, and they have 52 of this new movie that just came out, and there's only one left, and they put it behind. Kids don't understand that today. They don't have the joys of going into Blockbuster and finding a movie. Don't you remember uh, the sticker on the case? It said, Be kind, always rewind. Can I tell you, God not only has rewind, but he has fast forward. I know it may it absolutely blows my mind sometimes but God already has seen the end of you God, see, you're seeing what you're going through right now. You're seeing the the kids acting crazy. You're seeing people acting crazy. You're seeing chaos all around you, and you don't understand what's going on. But God has already seen the end, and he has great things in store for you. He's allowing you to go through what you're going through right now because he's already seen the end, and it's going to work out in your favor if you stay faithful to him. Can I get an amen in the house? (laughs) Woo! Woo! Y'all awake, amen. Even if you don't stay faithful, though, if you are still alive, he's giving you another chance for the best part. In 3 John 1, 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. I'm doing the King James, so I'm stumbling a little bit. I got the thous and the these and the S's on the end. But can I tell you that he wants you to prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. See, you need a heart check. Somebody say, I need a heart check. See, for what God wants in your life, see, his heart is for you to prosper. His heart is for you to have great things. His heart is for you to live the best you that you can live. Do you know that? amen his heart is for you to have the best in life but in order for you to be in touch or in tune with God your heart needs to shift your heart needs to shift do I have anybody that reads their Bible in the house this morning because if you read your Bible you'll see that kingdoms rise and kingdoms fall kingdoms go up and kingdoms go down the United States of America I pray to God it's here forever but kingdoms go up and kingdoms come down can I get an amen in the house and every time in the Bible that the kingdom shift is when the king's heart shifts and the people's heart shift. And can I tell you, don't take that much for it to shift and get off track. I don't know about you, but it seems like I make one little wrong adjustment in my life and everything starts going haywire. Can I get an amen in the house? You know, you just, just coming into church this morning, driving your car. You know, it don't take a whole lot for you to turn in the wrong direction. You could lean over and talk to your wife and end up hitting a telephone pole and leaving this world. It don't take a whole lot for the steering wheel to steer you completely in the wrong direction. Am I talking to anybody this morning? Your heart is the steering wheel of life. Your heart is where the rest of your life will go. Where your heart goes, your life goes. Where your heart goes, your soul goes. Where your heart goes, your family goes. Where your heart goes, your job goes. Am I talking to anybody in here today? Where your heart goes, your children go. Where your heart goes, your money goes. Can I tell you, you could tell a lot about somebody by the way they give. Have you ever met just somebody just stingy? Just stingy. I ain't gonna give you nothing. Got all the money in the world and just die miserable. Leave their kids nothing. Am I the only one that's seen that before? Y'all look at me like a cow looking at a new gate this morning. <laughs> it's just stingy. Just don't wanna give nothing. Just the, the first to grab. And not to give, but have you ever met a generous person? That's just just love. The Bible says that God loves a cheerful giver. Have you ever met somebody that's just happy? My mom talks about my grandpa. My mom and dad are here with me this morning. Give my hand. Yeah. I think my dad was nervous for me before I came up here. He said you would do good. You would be all right. And in the first service, I started tearing up during that worship music. Wasn't that awesome? Wasn't the worship awesome this morning? And, and Caitlin, that handed me the microphone, she looked at me, she said, are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm all right. These are good tears. But my mom talks about my grandpa. He, they would all come around the dinner table, and she said he would be the last one to grab something to eat because he just liked to stand back and watch everybody else eat first and provide. Have you ever seen a generous person, a person that gives, a person with a good heart? See, today, if you have a heart condition... You may need to see Dr. Jesus. Can I get an amen in the house? 1 John chapter 4 verse number 16 says, And if we have come to know and to believe the love that God has in us, God is. Is love. If you want to know the very core of who God is, He is love. And the one who resides in love resides in God, and God resides in Him. The one that resides in God, and God resides in Him. The one that resides in God, and God resides in Him. The one that resides in God, and God resides in him. Do you have God residing inside of you? Because I believe that if you have God residing inside of you, that he will come out of you in your conversations. He will come out of you in heated situations. He will come out of you when things don't go your way exactly how you want them to go. Can I tell you today that if you're here and you're dating somebody, that you are getting the sales representative for the company, on your dates. You need to go to HR and talk to them for a little while before you put a ring on it. Hey, everybody say hey. Hey. I just preach right there. You are getting the sales representative. I worked for Verizon Wireless. I was a representative of Verizon Wireless. You got the best when I came in with my suit on. But when I got home and took my shoes off, I ain't wearing no tie watching TV. I want something cold to drink, some Doritos and Netflix. Amen? Kick my feet, shoes off, and kick my feet up. But when I'm on sales representative time, hello, I'm Anthony Browning with Verizon Wireless. Nice to meet you today. On a date, you are getting a sales representative from the company. She just got looking so pretty. What about when she rolls over and breathes dragon breath in your face? Good morning. Give me a kiss. (laughs) that's real love right there i love you i love you baby in your eyebrows melting down your face i love you i need to stop dr god has a loving heart and he loves you more than anything The center of him is love, and if you reside in him, you reside in God. He's in you, and he loves you, and you can't help but loving people. If you don't love people, something's wrong. When I first got now, now don't get me wrong, you can be Christian and still people get on your nerves. If you keep living in this world... In Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, where they cut three lanes over straight in front of you because they ain't know where they go and they ain't from here, and they know they think they they just in, in on Mars, you know? I'm just walking around. I ain't got no brain. I just drive however I want. <laughs> I'm trying to get to work, man. I ain't on vacation. Cutting three lanes over. Hey, hey, am I the only one that happened to it here? I'm like, what are you doing? Ooh, y'all got more excited about that than Jesus. <laughs> where was I residing in God if it resides in you when they cut you off like that you're just going to say God bless them but I know that you can't always be there's nothing worse than a goober spiritual over Christianly Christian Christian yeah praise Jesus all the time Praise, praise Jesus but right now I just guess it's hard man just get real with me for a minute I ain't talking about being negative amen but well, let's talk, let's talk, let's get, let's be real here, amen? But what's inside of you comes out. If you are a negative person, that's going to come out of you. It's going to, see, see you, could, you just pay attention to, the Bible says that out of the abundance of a man's heart, his mouth speaks. So if you listen good enough, you're going to hear what's on the inside. See, what's on the inside eventually comes out, and you may need a heart check today. You may need to adjust some things. Now, I know that you're looking at everybody else and pointing your finger at everybody else and everybody else's problem, but can I tell you that when you're pointing for one finger, you've got three pointing back at you they used to say four fingers but your thumb's going up but when you point your finger forward you got three coming back at you baby be careful who you judge because what's inside of you is coming out and if you're constantly finding fault in your brother if you're constantly talking about people if you're if you're being short and snappy all the time finding ways to argue all the time you ever find people they just love to fight ain't you got nothing else to do but fight what's wrong with you man I told the first sir, you ever see that movie Hitch, where he's teaching that guy how to dance? He's like, keep it right here. Yeah, ain't no need for all that. No, he's like, you know, no, 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 we ain't, we don't need to argue. Come on, you know, this drives, this drives those kind of people crazy. I ain't, I ain't fine with you. That's what I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna be like, I ain't fine with you. I've had to make some hard adjustments in my business just this past week. I'm in the place. I'm, I ain't got, the, we ain't got time to fight. Life's too short. Let's just keep it easy, right? Everybody do that with me. Put your hands up like this. Yeah. We ain't got time for that. Why are you acting crazy? Hateful. You need Jesus. Jesus. That's what's wrong with them. If they're always hateful, messing up the rhythm, you know, when your heart's right with God, you got a rhythm. You're in rhythm. Things seem to, it's not going to be perfect. Well, you're, you're in rhythm And you're going through life And you get up in the morning And all of a sudden That message that Pastor Clay Preached about So that I did it this week I think Yeah early this week I got up Monday is was after, after service on Sunday Yes Monday comes after Sunday I got up Monday morning And I just didn't feel like getting up And the, I, my feet hit the floor And I was, I was thinking about All the stuff I had to take care of that day I'm blessed with the business <laughs> Any business owners in the house today And my feet hit the floor and I was thinking about the situations I was going to deal with. And I said, so that. And I took my first step. Because can I tell you that if you have Jesus in your heart and you're in sync with him, he'll give you the energy to keep going forward, amen? But if you don't have Jesus or if you have fallen away from him, if you're, if you're just not reading your Bible like you used to, you're not drawing close to him, you've, you've kind of gotten discouraged, you, you, you're starting to be short and snappy and you're blaming people for accident, you know, you need to quit blaming. It's, it's not Sometimes it's not nobody's fault, you know? Sometimes things happen, it happened for a reason, and it's nobody's fault, you know? If you got rear-ended, don't be mean to the person. They ain't going around hitting people on purpose. Love them, amen? Addicted to things that are distracting you from God, if you can't stop something, it's an addiction. That's how you can tell if it's an addiction. If you can't, lay it down. All things in moderation, well, not all things, don't drink Clorox, right? right. But if you can't lay it down, that's why we fast. If you can't say, all right, I don't need this for a while. I don't need this in my life. I'm not doing this ever again. If you can't do that, except Jesus, it's an addiction. You need to stop it. Amen. Somebody say, stop it. Any of y'all got kids? So I can tell the ones that have kids. The ones that have kids, they say, stop it. The ones that don't have kids, say, stop it or stop it. Stop it. Holding grudges, just mad, still mad. Scornful, you know what scornful is? A, you ever meet a scornful person, just bitter? Yes, yeah, bitter. You walk away and you're like, man, scornful. And they're bitter. You know why? If you're here today and you're scornful, there is hope for you. And his name's Jesus. And whatever has made you, made you like that, they left you too early. They walked out on you. If they walked out on you, you need to get the gift of goodbye. Bye. I love you. Who do I, who I still have? What do I still have? You know, Christians, I, I really believe that if you're close to God, that you'll do the best with the little bit you got. You know, Christian folk do really good with just a little bit. And they take their little bit and God does great things with it. But if you're here today and you're bitter, somebody's hurt you. You may be here today and you may even be mad at God down deep in your heart. You think God has allowed this to happen in your life. It's not worth it. You need to let it go. Somebody say, let it go. I heard they're coming out with a frozen number two. Thank God I got boys. (laughs) I I feel for all my brothers in the house. got little girls. Let it go. Let it go. Where's Eddie at? He was sitting over there. Man, I'm trying out for the worship team. Amen. You may need to see Dr. Jesus today. You may need to get on God's operating table, Abraham. You may need to lay it down and let God do a work inside of you. Can I get an Amen in the house? Can I get my assistant? They said they were gonna have an assistant for me this morning in scholar. Everybody give Cole a hand. Amen. And the first service, Ricky came out. He didn't have on scrubs. He calls the team player. He puts on the scrubs. Yeah. It's a beautiful day to save lives for all my Grey's Anatomy fans. There you go. So sometimes in life, you need to get on God's operating table. Sometimes in life, you just need to go and sit in the waiting room. Have you ever sat in a waiting room before? Have you ever sat in the waiting room and just picture the doctor on the green golfing while you're sitting there waiting on him to get to the office? I didn't see his car in the parking lot, and I've been here for 45 minutes. That joker's on the ninth green right now. I know it. And then they come and get you 45 minutes, and then they take you and take your blood pressure and all that, and they take their time doing that. God bless you, nurses, for what you do. I'm sorry if I offend anybody. But then they take you to the room and put you on the table, and you sit there on the paper like a piece of lunch meat in the deli. I'm not the only one. And then they give you something to put on and it's folded up nice and neat and it's about that big. Have you seen how much real estate is right here? You know how long it takes my wife to put suntan lotion on my back? And this is going to cover me? Please. And you're sitting there and you have your new outfit on in this fun little atmosphere. And hopefully they got, now we're fancy. We got TVs in our operating rooms. And you're sitting there waiting for the doctor to come in. But can I tell you that if you wait on the doctor, I don't know what you got going on in your life. I don't know what you've been through. But you might just need to sit on the operating table and let the great physician work on you and give you his heart. Can I get an amen in the house? If you'll just... Wait on him. If you'll just lay on his table and just wait on him. I know it looks crazy. I know you may not understand why you're waiting. God, I know you own time and all. I know you are all present, omnipotent, all-knowing, all-powerful. But I'm down here struggling right now, God. God, have you seen my overdraft? Praise Jesus for overdraft. Hallelujah. Am I the only one? Now, I got any real people? Lord God, I praise you for overdraft. And you're waiting on Jesus. You're waiting on God to do something in your life. But can I tell you, if you just wait on him, if you'll just, and this isn't the best way to, to this, pick this analogy, because in, in our word of God that we read, it says to put on the full armor of God. And can I get some help this morning? So this isn't the best analogy for this, because the Bible says that once you put on the armor, everybody give a, call a I feel like I'm camping this way, that this isn't no ordinary operating table, baby, because the Bible says that once you put on the armor of God and once you've done all you can do, just stand. stand. I got three people. The Bible says that once you have on the armor of God, that all you need to do, baby, is need to stand you need to stand on God's word I know your family's acting crazy and you about to go move to Ben and live in a hut but you need to I know you're in this family and you're about to just walk away but you need to I know God gave you this business for a reason and it's not just about making money it's about reaching people and being a counselor that he wants you to be to your people and you need to know that God put you in barefoot church and you don't even feel like doing it today and you're standing out there saying hello welcome to barefoot church thank you for coming today here's your nice little black bag with orange or yellow paper in it and and you come inside and you just don't feel like standing but you need to You need to stand in the ministry that God has for you and wait on Jesus because it may not make sense right now, but eventually he's going to come in and he's going to make an incision. Eventually he may have to put a bad scar down your chest eventually Jacob he's going to move in your life but you might have to be dislocated and you might even have to walk with a limp but can I tell you when you get your new heart when he does a heart transplant in you you're going to be a new creature it may not make sense it may not make sense the hell that you got to go through but if you go through it if you keep walking you may have fallen and you don't feel like you can even get back up baby I'm falling and I can't get back up. But can I tell you that Jesus can lift you up and you can move forward in Jesus name if you will. Thank you, Cole. Somebody say stand in the house. Stand. Stand. Take your medicine. It may not taste good. Take it. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine Just a spoonful of sugar. It's gonna work out in the end. Take your medicine. It may hurt. It may cut. He's cutting you because he loves you. He's cutting you. Some, he's cutting some people out of your life because he loves you. I could preach. I could preach fifteen. I got ten pages more notes, but. He loves you. He loves you. I just picture him standing in the garden before he goes to the cross with his disciples with some grapes in his hand, and he says, you know what? I'm the vine. You're the branch. Any branch that doesn't bear fruit, I I cut it away, and it's thrown into the fire. But any branch that bears fruit, I cut it. I cut it. I'm looking at a lot of people in here today And I'm having flashbacks of preaching to five people in a country church when nobody want to listen to me. He's going to cut you to make you more fruitful. You may think you're all that in a bag of chips. Hey, got me a new watch. Got a nice car. Good things are happening in my life. And then he cuts it all away. You know, in the military, they break you down to build you back up so you can bear more fruit. He says, if you've got a little grapes and you're so suchy much, he's going to cut it away and he's going to give you more fruit. I know she walked out on you, but just let him go, baby. If they can leave you, let him go. He's going to give you more fruit. He loves you and he cuts who he loves. I've come to realize that I can't live without him. It's not about the things going on. It's not about the way people act. It's not I'm starting to see through things. You ever, have you ever got to the point where you just start seeing through things? God gives you x-ray vision. I'm not saying I'm all that and such You much. I still ain't figured it out. I make bad mistakes still. I make stupid mistakes. I believe in people I shouldn't believe in. I reach for things that I shouldn't reach for. I get Twinkies too much. Amen. (laughs) But can I tell you that he loves you today? He loves you today. But I've come to realize that I cannot live without him. Have y'all heard the song back in the the old song? I can't live without him. If living is without you, I can't give. You know, your giving shows how much you're in tune with him. I can't live. Why y'all laughing at? I can't give anymore. I can't live. If living is without him, I can't give. I'm good at singing, right? <laughs> I can't give anymore. Have you ever been there? I can't give anymore. i have given all I got. This is all I got, man. What else do you want? You want blood? i have given everything I got. And you know why you get sometimes to the place where you're at the end of yourself? Because you ain't directing your love and being filled with his love to give love. You gotta be filled with him, amen? God's our source. I gotta move fast. God's our source. He loves you today. Somebody say he loves you. And he's closer than you think. Have you ever been broke up on or broken up with? Have you ever walked into the movies and your girlfriend's in the seat with another dude? What? i break your nose, dude. Come here. What? he take the picture and put it on a dartboard and you throw darts at it. I'm sorry, I'm the only one psycho in here. I ain't done that, man. You're weird. You know, you're the image of God, and the enemy can't get to God, so what's he doing? He's trying to attack his image. He loves you more than anything. God loves you, and he'll stand up and fight your battles for him, but if you're not plugged into him, you are free game, baby. And if you get off by yourself, see, the enemy likes to focus on those that get off by themselves. I, I once heard that, that lions and tigers, when they, when they focus on the gazelles or the... Uh, where's Ricky at? The deers with stripes. He made fun of me in Africa. I said, those are deers with stripes. He said, deers with stripes. They were called something else. I thought they were deers with stripes. I'm from West Virginia. We got deers and bears and squirrels. And they were deers with stripes on them. I don't know what they were. But the, the, the animals, I think they're gazelles. And they, when they get together, the lion can't figure them out because the lions. They, they blend together. And he, but he focuses on the one that's over there by, by themselves. And that's the one he goes after, the one that's by himself. And if he can get that one, you ever see the poor guy running on the Discovery Channel trying to get away from the line, and he's by himself? Don't get all alone. you got people here that love you, and you got a Heavenly Father that loves you. And you need to get with Dr. Jesus, and you need a heart check. You need a heart check. But when I first got saved, I didn't care what anybody thought about me. I was going to tell them about Jesus, Bill. I want to talk talk about Jesus. I love me some Jesus. Blessed, blessed. And I stood over there in a a Pentecostal church in Irmo, South Carolina. Anybody know where Irmo is? I stood over there in a Pentecostal church in Irmo, Irmo, South Carolina. Evermore, I will love you evermore. Y'all remember that old cheesy worship song? Yeah, it's a good song. Evermore I will glorify. Evermore, evermore, evermore. And I'm making commitments to Him. God, I'll never go back to those things you delivered me from. God, I'll always preach. God, I'll always teach. God, I'll go where you want me to go. I'll say what you want me to say. I'll do what you want me to do. And then all of a sudden, I'm looking around and things aren't going right, and all hell broke loose in my life. I'm going to be blessed. My children are going to be perfect. My marriage is going to be perfect. My house is going to be perfect. My HVAC blew up this weekend. It ain't perfect. And they put a portable air conditioning unit on my kitchen counter, and the exhaust fan came out, and I woke up this morning. My house was 110 degrees. And I'm ta- I don't have no more tape. I used all my tape to tape it on there because it come off. So I'm taking tape and opening it back up and reusing tape. You know tape don't work good the second time? <laughs> You think it's going to be perfect, you think it's going to work out, you think everything's going to be lovely, everything's going to be great, everybody's going to love me, and I'm going to love everybody. And then you realize you're living on planet earth, right? And some poison is injected into your life. And your heartbeat starts to slow down. Have you ever lived life and you feel like poison has been injected in your life? What are you talking about, Anthony? You're weird. You're talking about throwing darts at pictures. Now you got a needle. What are you gonna do? I asked them for a syringe. I, I expected like a little plastic syringe. This thing's real. It's got the plastic on there, though, so we're good. But you're going through life, and all of a sudden, you meet somebody that is mean to you, and some poison is in. Have you ever met any mean people before? Yeah. And then you go to your workplace and you realize that everybody ain't a Christian and they don't want to talk to you about God. They want to talk to you about going to the club. And they push you out and make you feel like you don't belong and some poison is injected in your life. And then you're going through life and and you're an optimistic person. That's okay. I don't need them anyway. I'm happy anyway. And you still feel kind of funny because you've had some stuff injected in you. And then your, your son is diagnosed autistic. And he goes from saying, "Dad, Dad, I love you, to nothing at all. And some poison. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. It's great. Hold on. Have you ever went to the doctor and they give you some anesthesia? And you're like, whoa, whoa, what is that? I feel good. Hey. My mom said that when they were, took out my wisdom teeth, that before I woke up, I was going like this. My guy was fishing. And then I woke up and I had gauze all in my jaws. And I had two nurses on their And I was like, hey, how's everybody doing? And they sit me down on the couch. And I'm sitting there like a squirrel with gauze in my jaw. I was, I was on Planet Nine. And can I tell you that in life, if you're not careful, you cannot inject things into your life that make you like that. You can eject things that cause you to be drunk. And I'm not talking just on alcohol. You can be intoxicated with money. You can have so much money that you don't realize how mean you're being to people. And how greedy and stingy you're being. You can be intoxicated with all kinds of things. And, 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 and bad things start happening to you. And, and you used to run with Jesus. But now all of a sudden you just, I got to find somewhere to lay down. I don't feel so good. Have you ever been there before? Am I talking to myself? And, and you've been hit with some things. You've been, you find yourself in a situation you never thought you'd be in. They, they walked out on you. They, they left you. They had an affair on you. And, and some poison was injected. Oh, gosh. God, I can't take it. And I, I can't help but think of my brother Job in the Bible. The enemy goes before God and he says, Have you considered your servant Job? Job was doing everything right. Have you ever been trying to do everything right? I'm going to serve. I'm going to go visit that mean woman that come to my church that hated me in the hospital anyway, God. And I'm going to love on her. I'm going to pray for her even though she growled when I prayed. That happened. (laughs) Hmm, That was the first funeral I did too. That was a hard funeral to do. But I I stood up and said nice things about her. Praise Jesus. And these people are being mean to me, God. I didn't ask for this. It's a poison. It's ejected. <laughs> I've died, God, spiritually. I can't take it no more. Have you ever gotten to where you just can't, you can't take it no more, man? I can't take it no more. And then that's when... Job's wife showed up and said, why don't you just curse God and die? You know, some of the people closest to you, it may not be family, it may not be friends. It may just be somebody at work. Just say the wrong thing at the wrong time and you're just done. You're just like, and you flatline. And you're out spiritually. You can cut that off. But thank God for Jesus. Amen. They got me this. They got me this defibrillator here. Now, Cole sent me a video. Give Cole another hand. He did such a good job (laughs) running around. He's like, I called him yesterday. We're trying to get a hospital bed in here. I'm like, dude, just don't worry about that because I heard they were trying real hard. I said, don't worry about the hospital bed. We can use air magic. He was like, we're in Conway Hospital right now trying to talk to the ER. I was like, dude, okay, okay. get to. (laughs) He did such a good job. But this defibrillator, now, I'm kind of scared of this thing, and when Cole sent me the video of it, it was so funny because he turned it on. He, like, opened it up, and he turned on. I'm going to turn it on for you, too. He hit the button. and This thing's real, man. Apply pads to patient's bare chest. That ain't no joke. Plug in pads connector next to flashing light. I ain't plugging this in. I don't know what to I ain't. I ain't playing with this, right? I'm turning it off. It's off, all right. But have you ever watched the movies and they take the pads out and this one has sticky things? You stick them to the chest. This is the real deal right here. If I have any nurses or doctors in the house, you've had to use these before and thank God for medical people. But have you ever watched a movie and they go to put these on their chest and they say, clear? (laughs) Can I tell you that you may need to clear some things out of your life? Clear. If you're going to come back to life with Dr. Jesus, you may need to clear some things out of your life. You may need to clear some friends out of your life. Still love them. I love you in the name of Jesus, but you crazy. Can't hang with you no more. (laughs) I ain't going where I used to go. I ain't doing what I used to do. It's my new Christian song. Made it up just now. I got to clear. I'm coming back to life. Clear. I'm cleaning out my refrigerator. Clear. I'm cleaning up my Netflix. Clear. I'm getting back in ministry. Clear. You need to clear some things out of your life, man. Tell the person beside of you, clean it up. Clean it up. It's time for the defibrillator. It's time for a shock. You know, we are not perfect human beings. There's this crazy thing going on in this world right now called sin. That's why evil is going on in this world. That's why you see craziness on the the news and all these things. And we got to fight sin. And not only we got to fight the flesh, the enemies out there. There's spiritual things. There's stuff in this room right now. I don't mean to be goober spiritual or nothing. But there's things fighting against you right now that would hate for you to hear this message. That's why my HVAC blew up this weekend. Stupid devil. (laughs) That's why I'm wearing my kung fu pants. Whoa, Coming at you spiritually y'all was like this boy's crazy <laughs> but you need to be shocked back to life when you're flatlined you're, you're flatlined and you, you've had enough you're dead spiritually you're going to go sit back and just take it easy I'm done I'm going to move to Myrtle Beach and get drunk and get high and watch what I want to watch do what I want to do go where I want to go and be completely miserable doing it I thought it was bad on the other side it's even worse over here I'm going to oh I know what I'm going to do I'm going to stop dealing with people's spiritual problems and deal with their finances and be a realtor that's real smart deal with their money people are real nice when you deal with their money and you're dead but then the Holy Spirit comes in and he wakes you up. The Holy Spirit comes into your life. And you feel like, you know what? I felt like I couldn't do it. I felt like I couldn't go anymore. He thought he had me. The enemy thought I was down for the camp. But God's got a plan for my life. I'm going to go where he wants me to go. I'm going to do what he wants me to do. I'm going to say what he wants me to say. I'm going to walk how he wants me to walk and be who he wants me to be because i got the Holy Spirit in my life. It's a new day, baby. It's a new day. Somebody say it's a new day. He loves you more than anything. I'm going to ask you to stand all over this place. Stand all over this place. He loves you more than anything. Amen. You can turn that down. You can turn that down. He loves you more than anything. Some of y'all are like, oh, y'all crazy. I like that song. I'm playing on the way home. <laughs> my new, my new iTunes. I'm gonna clean up my iTunes. I'm playing that. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I was on my. This morning, I woke up, and I went. I was. I went and slept on the couch because I figured out the AC was broke. The, with a, I already knew it was broke, but I fixed the the replacement for the broken. Broken AC. I had two broken ACs. And I went late on the couch because it was cooler in the bedroom. And then I woke up and I was like, man, I didn't even feel saved. You ever just not feel saved? Am I the only one? But then I drank a cup of coffee and I felt more saved. <laughs> Praise Jesus for coffee. I love some coffee. Yeah. Oh, she loves some coffee over there. And then I got in my truck. I was on my way here and I played that song. You know, God can use anything to speak to you. He used the song by R. Kelly, I Believe I Can Fly, to reach me. Driving down the road in my S10 pickup truck, my best friend, or one of my best friends, I had a bunch of friends, had just committed suicide and I was headed back to his funeral. And God lifted that S10 about three feet off the ground. And he spoke to my heart he said I love you and I believe you can fly and on my way to church this morning I was listening to that song I was like yeah we gotta play that in church it's on now I don't know what you're going through I don't know where you're at you may be stumbling right now you may be dizzy you may have been hit by some stuff looking all squeaky clean today in church but you're dead on the inside You may be flatlined spiritually, smiling. Dead man walking. That's what they say when people go to the execution chamber. Dead man walking. Can you imagine hearing that? You're about to be executed, and they're announcing it to everybody that you're. I ain't dead yet, man. That's what I tell them. Ain't dead yet. Say when I'm gone. Dead man walking dead but walking you need Jesus to bring you back to life today he loves you more than anything and he's allowing you to go through what you're going through to make you who he wants you to be I used to not preach like this he lets you go through enough to where you don't care anymore in a good way y'all know what I'm talking about he loves you more than anything My son, my oldest son, Luke, I don't understand. You may not understand right now. I don't understand. I may not understand in this life, but even in the next life, I I know all things are going to make sense. And and one day, if not in this life, he's going to walk down the streets of God and say, Dad, I love you. And I understood you the whole time. I just couldn't communicate with you like I wanted to. I don't know what you're going through, man, but it's going to work out. A spoonful of sugar i ask you to bow your heads all over this place. What are you going through? What have you allowed to distract you from him? Where's your heart? God, I'm coming back to you. I'm adjusting my heart. I'm getting it back where it needs to be. I'm getting it back where it needs to be. I'm making an adjustment right now. I don't understand. I don't even know why you put some of the things in the Bible you do, but I'm going to have faith that it's going to make sense to me. Father, I come to you today and I need to make some adjustments in my life. I've allowed some things in my life. It's so convenient today to fall in the right direction or the wrong direction. It's so easy. Stuff is at our fingertips like never before. God has a plan for your life and he wants you to drop that stuff. Adjust your life today. Father, I come to you. Talk to him in your own way. He's your father. You're standing there with chocolate ice cream on your face. And he loves you anyway. He loves you. He loves you. He is love. The love you feel in your heart, that's God. He loves you. Father, forgive me. Come into my heart and save me. I believe that your son Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And I'm coming back to you today. Or if you're here today and you're you're right with him. You're like, you know, I'm doing all I can. I love him. I'm happy and I know it but I still don't understand what's going on in this situation Father I need some answers I I know you may not answer me right now but I'm willing to sit on that table I'm I'm willing to sit there and feel stupid I'm willing to sit there and feel stupid God not understand what is going on but I'm going to trust that you're going to give me an answer one day I'm going to trust you Father in Jesus name in Jesus name all my brothers and sisters said amen